It's six o'clock. Always a good time to call Baird Brothers. Traditional craftsmanship, timeless style. Online at BairdBrothers.com. News Radio 570, WKBN, Youngstown's News, Weather, and Talk Station. Here's what's happening in the Valley. Good afternoon, I'm Macy Jepson. The National Weather Service says it was a microburst that caused so much damage in Boardman Sunday. A pair of meteorologists toured the worst hit areas in the township and preliminary estimates show wind gusts were about 80 to 90 miles an hour with straight line wind damage. The storm knocked down dozens of trees and utility lines and ripped up the roof of the Firestone Tire Store at the Southern Park Mall. A Youngstown man gets life in prison with the chance to get out after 34 years in the shooting death of a man over a video game and console. Kyle Patrick accused in the death of Michael Abiganum in 2012. Police say he was one of four men who set up buying the items from Abigaman with the intention of robbing him. Patrick's mother spoke at his sentencing. When this began, he was a sheltered 17-year-old boy. He was a wannabe gangster who thought by hanging around with these 20-year-old street thugs would make him cool. And he made a bad decision. Patrick at first pleaded guilty. That plea was thrown out. A man considered an accomplice did plead guilty and is serving a 13-year sentence. There will be more time off this summer for the men and women turning out Chevy Cruises. An additional two weeks have been added to the summer shutdown at GM's Lordstown Assembly Complex, all to bring production of the cruise more in line with demand. UAW Local 1714 says on its Facebook page that in addition to the weeks of June 19th and 26th, production will also be shut down July 3rd and 10th. The Lordstown Assembly plant already had a three-week shutdown in March to produce fewer cruises, and in January, the plant's third shift ended. Tom Moore reporting. Tonight, the Cavaliers begin their series with the Toronto Raptors. Fred Greedham covers the Cavs for Scout.com and thinks LeBron and crew might be able to defeat them in five games. But he says the Cavs will have to maintain their intensity throughout each game. From the entrance experts, our Kashmirian Associates News Center, I'm Macy Jepson on Youngstown Warren's only news radio, 570 WKBN. Next Rivers, it will be Election Day. Tom McCabe from the Mahoning County Board of Elections joins us tomorrow morning at 8. Fox News Radio, I'm Jane Metzler. A deadly attack on the Austin campus of the University of Texas. Fox's Grinnell Scott has the latest live. Jane, one man is in custody for killing a student and wounding three others with a Bowie knife. Police have been questioning Kendricks J. White, who was taken into custody with little resistance. UT Austin Police Chief David Carter says they're trying to determine a motive. At this particular time, we do not know. Uh, we have upwards of 25 witnesses. Uh, so this... This investigation is going to take a little while. We do know Kendricks White is a student at the University of Texas. Police do not believe anyone else is involved in the attack during finals week at UT, Jane. Thanks, Grinnell. Not quite 200 miles away in Dallas, a paramedic was shot and critically wounded east of the city's downtown. He's now out of surgery, says Mayor Mike Rawlings. He is going to have to undergo extensive medical treatment uh, to get him back up to par. Another civilian critically injured in that incident. Two bodies, including the suspected gunman found in a nearby home, and a police officer suffered minor injuries. Near the University of San Diego campus, a deadly shooting at an apartment complex last night. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal has this live update. Jane, San Diego police say 49-year-old Peter Sellis was sitting on a lounge chair by the pool at his apartment complex when he opened fire. A woman was killed. Six other people were injured. They're expected 
expected to survive. He was white. The seven people he shot were black and Latino. But police chief Shelley Zimmerman says this was not racially motivated. It is very clear that Celis was despondent over the breakup of his girlfriend. She says Celis called his ex after shooting at two people and kept her on the phone as he shot even more people. When police arrived, he opened fire on them. They returned fire, killing him. You're listening to Fox News Radio, Fair and Balanced. Looks like some cable and phone companies are trying to sell home security. But when a burglar sees one of their signs in the front yard, what does it say? Oh, wow. This home has 599 channels. Or, oh, these guys have high-speed internet. But the ADT sign, it says, this family trusts the company whose name means security. So beat it. It's no wonder five times more people choose ADT to protect their homes. Learn more at ADT.com and to see licensing and terms and conditions. Ready for a new tractor? At LS Tractor, we'll tell you first to shop and compare. That's right. Shop our competition. We're that confident that the LS Tractor combination of more standard features, better performance, and proven commitment to customer satisfaction deliver value that's unequaled by others. Want more tractor for your money? Look around. There's one that gives it to you. LS Tractor. Excel in your field. Learn more at LSTractorUSA.com. Visit Sandy Lake Implement in Sandy Lake and get more tractor. Our next update at 630. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. 999 menu, nine great meals, one great price. Today. Six. Listen to Joe Danier and the Youngstown Computer Show. Saturday afternoons at 1 on News Radio 570 WKBN. Need a furnace and AC checkup? Call Massa Heating in Girard, your factory authorized Bryant dealer. Now, the Storm Team 27 forecast. Mostly cloudy skies overnight, the chance for showers, gusty wind developing, lows in the upper 40s. Staying mostly cloudy Tuesday, chance for scattered showers, gusty wind, highs in the low to mid-50s. With your Storm Team 27 forecast, I'm meteorologist Paul Wetzel. Now, 70 degrees. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. All right, here he is, stepping up to microphone number two on News Radio 570 WKBN, the one, the only J. Arnold. All right, man. What's up? <laughs> well, first of all, I don't know. This is stock markets. Yeah, slightly. Uh, well, the, the Nasdaq, which is what I follow, is up. Yeah, here's 26. where I want to. Here's where I want to start. All right, on our last broadcast, you were talking about. Well, I'm going to get. I'm all in. I'm and, late. And it worked. It, it worked. It did. It worked. Yeah, kick ass. So <laughs> the, the, the the main position that I added to our client portfolios, XAR, which is a, an aerospace and defense ETF. Why? Because it. War is imminent. It's either going to be with Russia, uh, North Korea, or Iran. War is imminent. And, and, and okay. And those particular that ETF identifies sector, or excuse me, stocks that are just defense stocks like Raytheon, which makes mm-hmm. the, the Tomahawk Tom, Tomahawk missile. And then one of the things I don't do is pigeonhole my clients into individual stocks of what I'm not an expert on. I I know enough. Actually, I I know a lot as far as, far as defense stocks being the military before. And um, I was more of a plain nerd growing up. I 
you know, I built F-15 models and stuff like that. So I probably know more than the average bear as far as, as far as the average Joe on the street, but I don't know enough to comfortably say, here's an individual stock for our clients and I'm going to put you. You're not building some type of missile in your basement. Exactly. No, no missiles. <laughs> Just so I'm sending over it. to Ozitown if I do one. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look out, buddy. That says John Arnold. It's coming my way. So, um, and then, uh, and then, so what I did is I identified an ETF, low cost. Um, it's an iShare ETF that I that is strictly on you know aerospace and defense stocks, and it's done relatively well. And I think it's gonna. I think it has way more room to go because remember that you know basically the stocks are sold on the news. So the the fundamentals overall, by the time the fundamentals hit, the stock has already rose. So with the imminent threat of of war against North Korea. Maybe Iran, which is a little bit off the table, is still there. And then maybe a conflict between us and Russia over Syria is naturally going to pump those defense stocks up. So what I did is I, I plugged a position in and then I went heavy into small cap. If you look at Okay, a, so this is a new sector, though, for you, is the military new, sector. Yeah, military sector. And, and now, now you're talking small caps. Now. Yeah, so the small cap sector really got destroyed over the past two months. Why? Really bad. You know, any, it's the same. It's what makes them small caps. So... Without doing a dissertation, tiny company, small company, small, yeah, small cap means small company, mid cap means, and and I can get into the the volume of but money so on we that. Get but it. Yeah, yeah. So, so what makes a small cap stock go up so much is because it's so aggressive. Because small cap is trying to become a mid cap, right? They're looking for that growth. But the problem with small cap is a lot of them go out of business or their share price gets hurt so bad because they can't survive major economic defeat or, or catastrophic something coming down the pike. So it reduces their share price dramatically. The good news is when, when small caps get, you know, when they're running, they're running. I mean, you can make a ton of money on small caps. So again, just based, back, based back to my strategy, what I feel is I don't know enough, in, you know, intellectually, or I say intellectually is probably the wrong word, but I can't identify something that I'd be able to put my own client's money in stock-wise on a small cap because it's so it's so aggressive. So I'll use a money manager instead that manages a small cap growth fund, use an ETF to reduce the cost, and then we get a plethora of small cap stocks and loan one. And that's that, that particular sector, in my opinion, is outstanding. But you, but you have to go through the ETF to look at the ones that have the rights, the small caps that you like. It's not as easy as it appears. No, I mean you got you go through the holdings. Uh, you go to the one year, three year, five year. Uh, so you went into those. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, so you you have to, or otherwise you're flying blind. And so I owe that client that commitment. That's what they're paying you for, and that's that. So are your clients a hundred percent in then in the markets. Yeah, I mean we always leave two or three percent cash just for emergency purposes. But other than that, yeah, say ninety five to ninety seven percent in. I mean we have had a couple of people. Are you nervous at all? None. None. Now, except now, take uh, listen to this, folks. Take a minute and explain why you're not. Well, what I just said is kind of I got to contradict. what But I no, just said. you said none. So no. you're feeling confident. <laughs> well, let me contradict what I just said. There's always, like I told you on last week's show, I'm always looking under my shoulder because it is a stock market, right? But on a scale of one to ten, I'm at a nine and a half. Okay, why is that? And, and let me ask you. Let me put it this way: uh, Why is that when you hear people say, "Well, you know, Trump hasn't got anything passed in his first hundred days. You got this conflict between, you know, Schumer and Pelosi and Trump, and the Republicans not necessarily getting, you know, going along together, and then the, the whole tax package and health care, and and it's just the the conflict with all of this kind of stuff. Why are you so confident? There's a lot going on out there. 
I can answer the question by personally answering, asking this question to you. The same answer is going to come from me. How much did Barack Obama or Donald Trump affect your lawn care business? Uh, zero. You know how much it affected my financial business? Zero. Zero. What's going to be done is going to be done, and that's how big money looks at things. Although I must confess to you, I feel really, I'm really happy about Trump winning the election. And contrary to all the critics, I'm thoroughly satisfied with the first 100 days. I couldn't be happier. I could be happier. I'll be honest with you. I could be happier. There's something for you got to remember, I live in his backyard from January to, to April. I mean, I'm right there. Donald Trump's 10 minutes down the road. All right, well, you want to bitch about the traffic jams. I don't care no, about they're, that. No, they're, they're unbelievable. They are. They're unbelievable. I can't even begin to tell you. But, that, that, <laughs> but, that, but, that, but that's not what I'm bitching about, okay? <laughs> well, you're going to call me one day and say, hey, I've been they're, a pokey they're, because they're, I ran the blockade. They, they turned it into a little Washington when he flies in. Mm-hmm. I wish he'd stay out of there a little bit more, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, as far as things getting passed, that's not his fault. He's in a gridlock, period. Mm-hmm. There's things that... I wish he would put the sledgehammer down on, but I think he's playing this like a businessman. So if you're going to grade him out at an A to A plus, I'm grading him at a, at a B minus, okay? But I think he's going to come out as an A plus at the end of this four years. He's he's strumming this thing perfectly. I was just thinking this through. I was talking to my buddy Dave Johnson the other day, and he really he pumped me back up on him and said, uh, "Hey, he's doing a lot of great things. Just be patient." If Trump got everything done now, all right, that he wanted to. Two, three years down the road, he needs to get reelected. It's old hat. If you really think of what he's doing, he's playing this thing perfectly, like music, to where everything maybe might come to fr- you know, fruition. He may succeed in just about 90% of everything he's, he's tried to accomplish, maybe two and a half years in. And now it's tasty. Now the iron's hot. So now when he goes for re-election, he just stomps everybody's ass, and that's the end of it. So I, th- I look at it in a different way. But I, I'm, again, I think he's way better than, than, than the alternative, and that's that. Oh, I just uh, I, I like him as a leader. I like how he he's puts decisive. a line in yeah in the sand militarily. He's yeah right right. He, he's changed the image of America from how Obama was militarily and how we're viewed in the rest of the world and that kind of stuff. I like you, 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 consumer confidence is up. That well, tells you people feel pretty good about him being there. Yeah, and ninety six percent of people who would have voted for him would have. Who did vote for him? Will vote for him again, and that's how you everything. And and he and they now they've said even a popular vote, he would win a popular vote. Oh now. yeah, yeah. He, by the time it's all said and done, he's going to be great. But back back to your question, I don't think politics have a major effect on Wall Street like everybody thinks. I think it's there's nice. a shocker. I would think it would. I don't. I don't. I think explain and, this now. Here's a perfect example because because uh, and now explain this with this being said. In, in all fairness, like uh, like you says, you know, you weren't a fan of Obama, but the stock market did well under him. Well, and that's that kind my of whole stuff. point. So if I was to pick average Joe economic guy out of YSU and say, based on what you know about Barack Obama, wouldn't you could don't you think he would probably be considered the most anti Wall Street president ever? Mm-hmm. Just, I would say most people say yeah, him and Jimmy Carter. Okay. Barack Obama more than more than him. So, being that said, in 2009, you know, we had the start of the, the third best bull market ever in the history of the United States stock market. Well, how do you say that? If, if How can that be if the most anti-stock market president's been in for eight years? The truth is, is I believe, that it really doesn't have much effect on it. I think, if you, I think a lot has to do with timing, which scares me to death for Donald Trump. Donald Trump is in line... To inherit, and he's not he's not BSing you when you say this, all right? He's inherit he's going to inherit a mess on Wall Street. 
When this thing blows up, it's going to blow up like a time bomb. And guess who's going to get blamed? Well, now explain it. <laughs> You're due for a correction, period. Because right. it's just based on time it's and growth. It's based on time. Okay. And we're not, we're yeah, going to when you say it's going to bull market. A correction's one thing. You, when you said this thing's going to blow up. Well, like I told you, when, when pension plans blow up, which is decades before Donald Trump, Barack Obama, Ronald Reagan, all right, that when they when they put together the bylaws for these pension plans, they did it in the most greedy, stupidest way you could do, and now they're going to blow up. When those do blow up, all hell's going to break loose. I'll give you an example, another example. George Bush got blamed for the mortgage crisis. That had nothing to do with George Bush. Nothing. He just happened to be president of the United States when that happened. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Well, you think he's going into bank board meetings and saying, you know, let's do the CMO and let's look the other way if these people really can't afford this house? No, he's being president of the United States. But he got the blame for the mortgage crisis and all the other crap that hit the fan. Again, not his fault. It really doesn't have a... Wall Street, Main Street, and and D.C. Street, for lack of better words, have really are really all disconnected from each other, in my opinion. I think if big money wants to run Wall Street up, they're going to run Wall Street up. If they're going to run it down, they're going to find a way to catastrophically, catastrophically bring it down. That's the way it goes. Wall Street is run on supply and demand. There's no getting around that. If you have 1,000 shares of something and I have 10 shares of something, of the same stock, who do you think is going to have more control of the company? Oh, that's you, easy. Yeah. Right? Of course. So if a billionaire has 50 million shares of it and the rest of us small fries have 50,000 shares of something, the billionaire and his friends are going to run Wall Street. So if they want to collectively bring it down, they can collectively bring it down. And that's the reason why I follow technical analysis charting. I'm following what big money's doing. Is it always right? No. Is it majority of the time? Has it, been, has it been right? Yeah. So that's how I've made some calls on here to where I've been right, and I've been wrong before, because I'm following what big money does. It doesn't mean that I'm smarter than anybody else or I'm brilliant. Uh, just the opposite. I'm an average intelligence guy. But my point is, is I focus on my 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 uh, my selection based on the volume of buyers and sellers in the market. Mm-hmm. And if the bulls are winning, I'm bullish. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. So, uh, bringing back to why I'm confident. Earnings per shares, great. Revenues are great. Confidence is great. Unemployment's going down. They're, they have convinced the American public to take less money and provide the same services, which is great for great for Wall Street, terrible for the consumer. But if you're a shareholder, that's exactly what you want, more profit on in your company, right? Now, inevitably, that's going to come and lose the war. But right now, if you're in Wall Street, you don't care what happens five, six years down the road. You know what you care about? Is that share price going Right, up? and you got to make your clients money right now. So so you don't think the blow-up is going to happen anytime soon? No, not two, three years out. Okay, but so... But it's coming. Right, but, and you'll react to that when you think... No one can time the market perfectly, but you, but you watch for signs for it, right? It's I call it trends. Trends, because you're right. The market timing is a flat fallacy. The smartest people on Wall Street have been able, been showed the failed timing. Timing, timing is literally impossible. You have a better chance of hitting the lottery. Now, you could follow trends. So, if you, for instance, a trend would be right now you see international stuff, some sectors getting destroyed. You, you, uh, it's the same thing in 2009 when America was bottoming in, like their, the stock market, in, and when it, in it hitting that high 600s, 6,000s on the Dow Jones in, say, February. Someone with a brain would have said, you know what? No matter how big the things are on, in America, ultimately, GE and these guys are going to come back. You plug in at a value play, and sure enough, just just from simple timing and being disciplined, 
you can make a ton, ton of money. Well, like if you take in 2008 when, th- when the crap was hitting the fan, if you would have bought Ford, exactly. if you would have bought uh, Huntington Bank, you know, That's the right. banking stuff. Th- at Sirius Satellite Radio is one cent a share. Yeah. Think I mean, if that. you would have just bought that kind of stuff, then even though uh, even though somebody pointed out to me uh, last week, you were talking about, you said about Chipotle, and it's like four and something dollars a share, it went up. Yep. <laughs> didn't Did you catch some of that, Ron? No, <laughs> I didn't. It's 400 and something dollars a share. Or you know what else like went up? It was my, my favorite stock, ISRG, man. That thing is such a kick ass stock. Oh, and man. what does it do? That makes a DaVinci device that, that uh, it's a robot. The, the team, hard stuff? Yeah, the hard stuff, to, and they, they tanned them up. Why do you pair. like that? Because it's just modern technology? Uh, anything medical device that's that's above par, I'm into. I mean, it's the way of the future. They're, you know they're talking? This is this is no BS, listeners. They're talking about, for the first time, putting a new head on a human being right now. That came from CBS News. That's not National Enquirer. I just want you to realize <laughs> Are you sure? your, your growing thoughts like, <laughs> yeah. where can I, what can I do here for the wife, right? right. <laughs> maybe a little more subservient, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, you know, so no. Maybe she would want to know one on me. Well, you know yeah, I mean? she yeah. told me, she called me and she said, right. what can we do about getting right. run right. There you go. So I, uh, no, I mean, if you look at where the market, I mean, we're literally going into space age and technology with medicine. It's amazing. And you're either in or out. You're either on that. You either understand it, and you either are want to invest in it, or you don't believe in it. But man, medical technology is is a great place to be as far as investing. It's not biotech, is which I like. I can tell though you're feeling really good about things and really positive about things. I, am. I mean, if I had to describe you, you feel good, you feel positive, you feel confident. You're 100 percent in the market, and you've expanded the sectors that we've talked about by adding a few uh, diversity by adding a couple of other sectors that you think are hot. Well, yeah, and, and here's the re- and the reason is is twofold. One, it's my job to make the client money, and I got to make it money. Right. If I if there was a garbage dump out there that made money, that's where my client's money's going. That's just the way it goes. But the other end of it is is what I don't believe is buying and holding it and paying me a fee. That's crap. You can't pay someone one, one half percent fee a year to manage your money when they're not doing anything for you. If I just put them in the same stocks and no, no, you know, no management, no, no difference from what they did a year ago, you're ripping the client off. So I'm always looking for that cutting edge thing to maybe spruce up. You know, what I'm trying to do is separate myself from just you getting in the SP 500. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that's not always the case. Sometimes I, I underperform. Sometimes I perform and sometimes I overperform right now. It's, you're hitting me on my stride. You're hitting me at the overperform. Mm-hmm. So, and and there's gonna be times where I, I slide back. So my point is, I'm trying to give the client something different. Trying to give them a different strategy, different risk exposure, different different idea than growth fund of America and balance fund of America and all that crap. Yeah, I can't believe that st- stuff still exists, but people. Still but but that's what people want. That's what people are paying you for, right? That's exactly right. So well, when I talk about, I mean, when I, just so for people who are joining us who don't know, like with John Arnold, how he does finances, basically uh, he can he can buy and sell things without your permission, move you in and out because of how you have got to react to things as things are happening. He doesn't call you and say, "Oh, I would like to do this." Sometimes that's that's too late. You you're an active money manager, right? And the, the big term on Wall Street's been fiduciary. Man, I was a fiduciary in 2007. Everybody thought I was nuts. I seen the writing on the wall. Plus, like I said, I was sick apologizing to our clients because sometimes I was wrong. To bang with a commission when I sold them, sold them a stock that was a terrible play, then I double dipped on their down. You know, that sucked. So, you know, I, the writing was on the wall. You better 
if you're going to be wrong, you, the client better not pay for it, or you better share in the misery. So I'm, I've been a fiduciary and had that responsibility since 2007. Very proud of that. I have my own RA that are, excuse me, RIA. Uh, Registered Investment, investment advisor. advisor. I've had that for a long time now. That means no one's pushing anything on me. I have various custodians. No one's pushing anything on me. When you come into our firm, you're going to get performance-based advisor, and you're also going to get complete unbiased advice. And that's something I'm so proud of because when someone comes in, they might not like what I have to say. They might not have my personality, but they're going to get straight. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm about. They're going to get it straight. Right. And 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 that's going to be based on your risk tolerance, your age, your goals, and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Just in, in general. No, and, that's and you're going to lay it general. out. That's exactly what it's going to be. But you're going to say, this is what my strategy is for someone with in your situation, right? Exactly. So someone comes to me and says, listen. Now, now is it good times for the clients now? Are the yeah, clients doing is. well? You know how I know it's good times? We we hear we hear more because it seems like you're in a really good mood tonight. No. Usually when you come in here and see me, you're all gruff. And, uh, oh, been... <laughs> no, no, you're in a really good mood oh, tonight. I see your smiling face, Ronnie. <laughs> no, you're in a good mood. So things got to be going well for your clients. True or false? No, you know what it is. It's more than just that. It's going good for the clients, but more than that, it's it's uh it's it's going good on Wall Street. I'm very confident. And when when the damn market's on edge. Or when it's volatile up and down 200 points a day, I'm telling you, that throws my mind into a tailspin, man. Like, I'm I'm just praying that this thing comes up on the upside because at the end of the day, I'm the one that has to answer the clients. And guess what? The client doesn't give a crap if you're if you or the market loses or this or that. They're or paying you for your they knowledge. They care about the bottom line. And you know what? I'm the same way. If I go to a restaurant and I order a $50 steak, it better come out like a $50 steak. I don't care if the chef called off. I'm the same way, so I understand them. So... I guess what I'm saying to you is, is I, I know what I signed up for. There's going to be you times don't care the if the chef calls off. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so better, the bus boys, if the bus boys cooking it, it better yeah, taste good. It better taste good. You're that same way. You're that same way, Ron. So, uh, so that that's me in a nutshell. I know what I have to deliver, and sometimes I always can't. But I will say this: I've never had a client question my effort. Right. Talk for just a bit about, uh, just give me like a a rundown over the last, let's say, month of new clients. No names or anything like that. Why did they finally pull the trigger and say, okay, I'm going to try this this guy? You know what? You know, it's it's weird. That's a great question. You never asked it before. So I think a lot of it's just trust. We've been on together, you and I, for about six years now, believe it or not. I was on before with me and Gino. Four Who? years prior, me and Gino. <laughs> so I've been on the station now a long time, and it, and and I don't change my strategies. My personality doesn't change. So people are looking to see if you're going to stay the same. So what I've what I've found is people coming off the show will say, "Man, I've been listening to you for a long time, and I just finally decided today's the day." All right, good. And a lot of uh, most of our clients come off referrals. So. So and so said you made me a lot of money, or you're, you know, that's you the best way, though, right? It's, it's the only way. If that person is happy, it's the only know. way. So it, it really is the only way. So between the radio show um, and referrals and some strategic networking, I do. We don't do any cold sales calls. But there's a like lot that. of pressure yeah. because you're dealing with people's future pensions and things it's, like that. You know. You know, I can't imagine. I mean, I have to believe that a brain surgeon or a fireman have more pressure, but I can't imagine. Any more pressure than what I'm going through, to be, to be totally honest with you. Because mm-hmm. you're right. No matter how good I am or how much research I do, if the Golden Gate Bridge gets blown up tomorrow, guess what? Our client's losing a ton of money. That's a fact. And there's not a damn thing I can do about it. <laughs> and that's on me. 
and they want answers. And now, can your clients come and, uh, like, uh, for example, if they uh, say, well, I want to go down and talk to them about whatever two days from now or whatever, can they do that? Absolutely. We have people do it all the time. Stop by, make an we appointment, people, and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes if they catch me between appointments, someone comes in with their 401k statement and says, hey, are, you know, is this, am I in decent stuff here? Yeah, give me five minutes. Boom, 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 boom. All right, when you're ready, give me a holler. But in the meantime, I help them out. And to them, it's like I gave them a pot of gold. But to me, it's like I'm just helping somebody out need a You're drink. in rare form tonight. You're feeling good about I things, am, aren't you? I am. I'm, I'm good to go. All right, stand by. We'll come back with more News Radio 570 WKBN. John Arnold's here until the end. It's pregame at 640 tonight. Make sure you can listen to John anywhere, whether you're in town or maybe you're down in Florida or wherever you might go during a summer vacation time. Simply with the iHeartRadio app, you can take us anywhere and never miss a moment. News Radio 570 WKBN. We'll be right back. This is the Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN. It's 6:30. This is a Bloomberg Market Minute. Apple was the juice for the stock market's positive moves, but not all the averages finished in positive territory. The Dow fell 27 points. The Nasdaq rose 44 to a new record close, one about eight and a half points short of its all-time high of 6,100 and change, a gain of three quarters of a percent. The S&P added four. Tech and bank shares rallied, and Apple shares themselves hit a new high as investors anticipate the company's quarterly earnings report, since earnings have done so well this time. But Paul Nolte of Kingsview Asset Management says expect stocks to hold fairly steady this week. I'm not anticipating that we're going to see much movement out of stocks much of this week until we get to the Friday uh, employment report. We're not looking for our dinner to come out of a can anymore, and the Wall Street Journal says grocery stores are giving bigger play to things we are buying. Fresh food, prepared hot meals, and items from local companies. I'm Joan Doniger, Bloomberg Radio. Fox News Radio. I'm Lisa Lacerra, a suspect in custody after a stabbing spree at the University of Texas at Austin. One person killed, three others hurt. Individual calmly walked uh, around the, the plaza, the Gregory Gymnasium Plaza, and uh, basically attacked these four. Uh, unfortunate students there. University Police Chief David Carter, 21-year-old Kendricks J. White, armed with a hunting knife, a motive for the stabbings not yet known. The suspect in the shooting of a Dallas paramedic found dead after a standoff with police. A police robot searching a home near the scene of the shooting located the body of another man who we believe is the shooter. Dallas Mayor Mike Rawlings, the paramedic, had been responding to a call about a shooting. He's in a critical condition. Fox News, we report, you decide. Our next update at 7. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. 9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. Cool your home this summer. Call Massa Heating in Girard, your factory-authorized Bryant dealer. Now, the Storm Team 27 forecast. Mostly cloudy skies overnight. The chance for showers. Gusty wind developing. Lows in the upper 40s. 
Staying mostly cloudy Tuesday, chance for scattered showers, gusty wind, highs in the low to mid-50s. With your Storm Team 27 forecast, I'm meteorologist Paul Wetzel. Current temp 69. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions now back to the jay arnold wealth management show oh he is in he is stellar here tonight oh, <laughs> you know stellar. what i mean you're on you're on your game aren't you I'm, I'm but jay, you know i think you're feeling good because things are going well the market's going well your clients are making money and there's a lot of pressure financial guys like you are under a lot of pressure well, yeah. If you're a true financial <laughs> and you guy. take it personally, make yeah, no mistake yeah. about it. You take it personally because that's somebody's retirement. Exactly. That's, that could be my mom or my dad. That's right. exactly right. But do you remember if we uh, we've done this a long time when we go back? And, and now, now, don't throw you anything at me. Do you remember when you were having a hard time sleeping when the market was up that's and right. down and everything? And 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 you'd be up. It'd be three, four, looking at what's going oh, on. Yeah. I'm mean, serious, right? Yeah, that's me. My wife now thinks I'm isn't crazy. It, yeah, yeah, I mean, you you know, you'd be no, watching this no. stuff. Now it's a better time, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's easier to sleep and it's easier to not look over your shoulder. And I'm 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 less aggressive on the staff. I mean, it's it's a good time right now. But you know, it's it but still around, hunting around, for the next opportunities. Come around, yeah. Comes around, goes around. I'm telling you, this someday this is coming to an end. It's back to crazy town again. But uh, you won't. You but as you say, you'll worry about that when it's time. Right now, yeah. it's time to make money. Right. That's exactly right. We're uh, on the goal line going in. This is uh, John Arnold sitting over here, and to tell uh, for we got the pregame coming up. Tell folks how they find you. I mean, first of all, John's located right in Canfield. If you know where the Shell Station is at Lockwood and um, two twenty four, you're not far from that, right? Yeah, I'm uh, opposite end of the poorhouse, last building on the Isn't left. Isn't that interesting, the poorhouse? Yeah. You'd be the opposite end, which would be the rich house. <laughs> right, right. There's a pizza shop down there, too. I forget to get Bruno Brothers. Bruno's are great. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm the opposite end of them in the, in the Orthopedic Surgeon Center. Last building on the left. There's a building going up pretty close to done, so that will be the last building left soon. But give us a call, 330-965-9890. Free consultations. All right, so and it doesn't nothing to be afraid of. If you no. just want a second opinion, if you We're want to come in and say I want to get out of the bank, right? Ever, yeah, people can't even understand how no pressure we are. I need last or last name. If you want to do business, let's do it. Right, right there in Canfield at Blackwood in two twenty four. Phone number again three three zero nine six five nine eight nine zero. Have a great Good one. Show.